Good evening to DFG News on the 9th of March 2022, the news show that provides you with the latest updates on the DFG project. If you like the show, then let's go crazy on the like button. It helps the project subscribe and click the bell button that you don't miss any update in the future anymore. And stay like always until the end, because there we will hear about the next important dates and show updates. For the ones that are watching, Today, this show is going to be a little bit different because my friend and co-moderator DC is sick in bed with COVID. So DC, shout out to you out there. Get well soon, my friend, and hopefully see you next week. For everybody else who is here live today, after the short intermission, after the show, we're going to talk, uh, have a little chat, uh, question and answer session. And for the people who are watching the recording, um, yeah, stay until the very end for the latest updates. So, guys, let's jump right in. Where are the headlines for tonight? Here they are. We're going to talk about the new D-Token. The rewards uh, have been launched on Monday. Then we're going to speak about the Light Wallet update, the next DFIP CFP voting round, the next community project updates and last but not least, I cannot stress it more often than I do already, the future dates of the show. So then back here. Okay, guys, let's get started. What happened? There, were, there was a lot of stuff going on on Monday. The new D tokens have been listed and at block number 1,685,500. This was around one o'clock Singapore time, daytime, Microsoft, Netflix, uh, Facebook, AKA Meta, and Vanguard 500 ETF uh, with the ticker VOO went live. So they've been on the decks already for a couple of days, but at that time, at that block height, the rewards finally kicked in. Like always, big event for a couple of minutes and hours, so they, uh, liquidity mining rewards were kicking in. And these were, I mean, it's impressive. 7.38% of all the block rewards for the D tokens were uh, allocated for these four tickers because they're pretty big companies and have very high trading volume. So that means that's nearly five DFI per block. So a lot of a lot of hay could be made at that time. And you could see the APRs were spiking up and a lot of people were swapping into the pools. But like we said, what happened, not so much happened in that way because these rewards got kind of, um, they changed quite quickly. So at the beginning, they dropped dramatically because every doubling of the total value locked in a pool, of course, the rewards half. And if you imagine at the beginning, there was 100,000 total value locked in a pool and it goes to 200,000 and then it's the, the block um, rewards get halved in that pool or the APR, the block rewards don't get halved, but the APR gets halved. So at the beginning, the APR drops pretty dramatically and then it kind of stabilizes. And when I look over there tonight, we have like uh, the picture changed dramatically. So Coinbase, who was an old token, overtook the new ones already. Also PDBC and Amazon, they are the leader of the pack when it comes to API at the moment, the new pools. I think a lot of people jumped in and then uh, you see people don't want to go in there anymore because the API is dropping and then the new are coming up. So there's a comp constant turnover 
what's the highest rewarded pool. So end of the day, after two and a half days, these D tokens are completely um, included in the whole in the whole group. You don't see any big differences anymore. So yeah, in that way, it was a non-event. At least it was an event for 48 hours, but everything else, if you missed that, uh, and it's very easy to miss. I think a lot of people didn't, didn't even see that there are new D token online. We've got now over 20 already, so the collection is growing and growing. Yeah. Uh, what was very interesting to see, if you go on DeFi.tax, an amazing community-funded project as well, that gives you information about the commissions that you earn on a different day. And I saw that the um, trading fees, so the DEX fees, uh, that are 0.1%, um, was my commission was nine times higher than on a normal day. And that's pretty impressive. That actually shows that a DEX, where there's a lot of trading volume, can make quite a nice or can provide quite a nice commission. Because if you look, for example, at the Doge pool, the Doge pool has no liquidity mining rewards anywhere anymore. And still, you make about 22 point whatever percent per year at, the, at today's date in the Doge uh, DFI pool. I mean, where in the world do you get on Doge? a 22% APR. So that's quite impressive, right? And that's only coming out of trading fees. So a lot of people seem to trade in and out of this pool and that delivers quite a nice income if you are in that pool. On the, the APR on the crypto side is around, still around 60, 70%, what is, I think, quite nice, especially after the pump that we saw today that pushed the APR always up because all gets measured against DFI. And if DFI goes up, the APR also goes up. So yeah, that was the reward reshuffling. Uh, I think lesson learned. Um, if you want to participate, be there early. Be careful if you don't FOMO in completely, if the pools are shifted too much in one side. But I found it quite interesting that the premium this time is not getting out of control anymore. The highest that I've seen was like 15% premium. I think the arbitrage in the background is working pretty well already. Um, we didn't see these increase uh, extreme spikes that we had the last time that went up to 35% or 40% premium. That was maybe one of the things that I saw this time was what's completely different. Good, so much about the D-Token update. Let's jump into the next topic, Light Wallet update. Light Wallet, there was an update, I don't know if you saw it. There are a couple of now quite visual features. So for example, there is, if you have several addresses, they have little avatars. These are these colorful bubbles on top, left of your wallet address, and they got more color. So it's easier to distinguish between the different addresses. What makes it quite nice, uh, nobody normally wants to remember the blah, 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 so kind of the address code, um, it's pretty long number. So I think the colorful bubbles help to distinguish between the addresses if you use several. Also, the auction details are now included in the BIST history, so check that out if you get involved with auctions. And then there's another feature that I haven't seen personally yet, but the user will be able to restart a transaction that takes too long to load. So check that out. If you figure that out, then it's an update. On the loan tabs, uh, that's actually pretty cool. If you have several vaults, um, then they are ranked now. They are prioritized. The vault that's soon to be liquidated is now on top. Makes in some way sense. Uh, you should have in your um, 
view actually the one that is uh, mostly at risk and that's the one with the lowest collateralization ratio. So that's the one link uh, sorted to the top. There were a couple of bug fixes, user interface fixes and the DFI payback had a little bit of problem for the DOSD loans. Um, they removed the DOSD wallet balance as a constraint for users who own small DFI than DOSD. So check that out. I haven't seen it personally. Um, some people might have reported that that was fixed as well. So always nice to see that their wallet updates. The cool thing with the Light Wallet, you don't really feel it anymore because your iPhone or your Android device doesn't update anyway. So it's kind of behind the scenes what I find really, really awesome. Good. Next point, let's shift gears, voting round. Guys, uh, we have a voting round um, announced last week, I think, um, and the, uh, you have to submit your um, DeFi chain improvement proposals or community fund proposals until the 14th of March, end of the day, Central European time. Uh, maybe a quick word to that. So um, DFIPs and CFPs can be set up or put up for voting by everyone, right? So especially the DFIPs, uh, nobody is in charge of that. If you want something to be changed on the chain, then I would highly recommend you write a DFIP. You don't ask the core development team or DC or anybody else to do it, just do it. It's a community pro um, project, DeFi chain. It's a decentralized project. Um, don't worry, also a DFIP, if that's more technical, uh, if you think it's a good thing and you can put it in words, then do it, right? Um, you can also try to find a sponsor for a DFIP if you find you can't pay the fee, but the fee is actually not that high. And if you think it's helpful for the community, then just do it. Community fun, uh, funding proposals, CFPs, I see there are not so much problem. Uh, community members are doing this more often because it's their baby. But with the DFIPs, I see hesitation on, on um, I saw it on Twitter and some people say, could somebody do this for me? Don't be shy, just put it up there, right? People are going to tell you anyway if they think it's garbage. And if it's great, you're going to have the community on your side. So don't be shy, just get it done. Nobody's responsible for that. It's not me, it's not DC, it's not the core development team. Detoken Premium, an update from DC side. So DC made a great uh, Reddit post. There was a great Twitter space. There was a lot of new inputs. Uh, I want to mention that as well here. Kugi and DC contributed here. It was like really awesome brainstorming. And um, we're going to have this uh, DFIP put up by DC. DF, uh, DF, DC is working on it. And uh, it's going to include uh, two different future contracts that are going to keep actually the premium in a corridor plus minus 5%. Read it up on Reddit, guys. Uh, it's a, I think it's a pretty cool concept how this is handled and it's going to put up for voting this time. At the moment, we've got only two CFPs. Um, what we've seen, guys, if you have a CFP, don't be shy. Um, normally, we uh, used to have like 10 or more proposals up there, put them up there until the 14th, please pay the fee and you are part of the party. Also put it on Reddit because we're going to do a we build on DeFi chain um, show and we want a good project there. But if there's no project and nobody votes on it, nobody wants it, then we're also gonna, not going to take the time and do the show. So please get involved with the community. Last but not least, um, 
Point number four, community projects update. Uh, one of our all-time favorites now, because really nice to see how these community-funded projects, how they flourish. One of the fixed starters here in the show is Igor with Defaging Income. I think everybody knows it already. Igor had a lot to do because whenever there are new D tokens, you have to put them also on his website. He did this uh, a little bit after the tokens launched. Thanks a lot for that, Igor. I can't live without your project anyway anymore. I'm completely blind because, you know, I'm a little monkey. I need my dopamine kick every couple of hours and I want to see what's coming in and how are my pools performing as a big liquidity miner. So awesome. Thanks a lot for putting the D tokens up on your tool already. Then I had a great conversation with Michael Fuchs, one of our long-standing community developers. He said he is working on an upgrade on a new version of Masternode Monitor. For the for who who doesn't know what a Masternode Monitor is, it's an awesome tool where you can actually monitor your Masternode. Okay, the name <laughs> says it all, but it gives you information when was the lock next block minted. You can get also a Telegram. Um, uh, information so the master monitor sends you the information to your telegram about uh, statistics uh, when was the lock next block um, how long is it gonna be most likely until the next block's gonna be minted and a lot of awesome information he's at the moment a little bit uh, fighting with the o uh, ocean api he told me and yeah he's gonna put maybe even a new cfp up there a lot of good stuff happening also on the Masternode monitor side. Thanks a lot, Michael Fuchs. Then the DFX guys are always busy uh, giving us updates. Thanks for the updates. Um, we need your updates, guys. That's a shout out to all the community projects. We are not going out there and researching what is the latest and greatest. We really need your input. So whatever you want, we tell the community out there, please send it to us. There's a Telegram group. If you're not in the Telegram group yet and you're doing a community project, please reach out to DC and me. We are very happy to add you. So back to DFX. They reached an amazing milestone. 57 masternodes uh, seem to be online already. That means 1.15 million DFI are staked under their umbrella. Congratulations, guys. Well done. Also, they want me to let you know that they have a referral system and the referral system was capped at 100,000 euros. They kind of opened that. It seems not to be capped anymore. So if you bring a lot of new customers there, you're also going to make more money. So check that out. On the other side, they implemented also a CSV export, what is really helpful if you wanna use a coin tracking tool because uh, the revenue department wants your taxes and fair play. Uh, this uh, CSV export helps you to import all the data into your um, coin tracking software and uh, I'm in Singapore, it's a little bit different story, but when you're in Germany or in Austria or wherever you are, that's for sure very helpful. I've never done that, so I can just tell you it seems to work and it's a great thing. Then the DFX wallet, uh, that is a clone of the Light wallet with additional um, features that you need to use the DFX service. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, also check it out. It's downloadable on the App Store or on the Google Play Store. 
It was downloaded 10,000 times already, guys. Congratulations. Wallet version 1.50 is ready for download. Check that out. Yo, um, and then we are at the future dates already. The next voting round, let me repeat maybe the dates for you all out there once again. On the 14th of March, all the proposals have to be submitted and the fees have to be paid. On the 21st of March, the voting's gonna start. Uh, standard procedure, um, yeah, use the master note signer from the safe team or do it manually, send your votes in. Um, then on the 28th of March, the voting concludes. On the 30th of March is the news show. And then we're gonna announce the winners or the, maybe not the winners, yeah, in some ways the winners. Everybody who gets, gets, gets funded. And of course, if the DFIPs get approved. On the, around the 30th is also a note release planned. Um, you scenes gonna talk about that in the uh, tech talk a little bit more. And on the 7th of April, a new hard fork. Uh, we plan to have like a quarterly hard fork. Uh, we try to steer away from all these emergency updates that have been necessary, but which or the core development team tries to avoid them. Also not to stress the exchange out there so much. So on the 7th of April is a hard fork planned. So watch out for that if you run a master node. Next week, news show like always. And then the Tech Talk. Tech Talk was uh, postponed one more time. Apologies from you seen there. He has urgent travel plans and it's not possible for him to do the Tech Talk on the road. I We want to respect that and so he offered the 24th of March with the Tech Talk. But in exchange for, the, for postponing the show, he gave me a little bit of tease of you guys. DeFi chain updates on version 2.7 and version 3. So I think these are the note releases from Prasanna are planned. That's for sure gonna be awesome. Then we've got a new guest. YC is joining the show. He is, uh, yeah, he has a pretty important role already in the core development team. So a lot of the loose ends get tied up by him. He is yeah, one of the go-to guys in the core development team and he's gonna talk about his light wallet survey that he's done together with JJ. That's gonna be super exciting, check that out. And then the godfather of DeFi chain, like I always say, Yusin is there himself and he's gonna talk about EVM progress reports and updates. And I think this is the biggest, maybe the biggest project for 2022. Um, and I would not miss that if I would be you. So guys, that's it for today. Um, yeah, I think we managed that quite well. Um, we gonna do, or I gonna do a question and answer session after intermission for everybody who was not live here today and was watching the recording. Thanks for watching, see you next week. And for everybody else out there, hang on. I gonna see you in a couple of seconds.